Hi, everybody. You're listening to the Out of Body Experiences podcast with Tom Greco, Alicia Figarelli, that's me, and Eddie Day. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Welcome. Thanks. Thanks for having me. It's good to be back. This is our our third podcast. We got Eddie a chair. Yeah, we got Eddie a bit of chair. I got a chair. (laughs) I got not that that the Iron Maiden that he gave me. (laughs) 16th century torture device that I got last time. It's good well, you, you actually took it home, so I couldn't use By it By the anymore. way, I have to comment on the house. The sign is gone. <laughs> but now now let me do a little North Jersey thing, okay? <laughs> and it's... A, it's um, I, did you order the big white lions for the front lawn? It's an Italian house, everybody, across the country, whoever's listening. So I'm going to get Tommy the big, the big, <laughs> the big white lions. It's all stone, okay? You know, it's a, you know what it is? It's a Mason's house. Yeah, it is. Mason's son's house. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a it's a construction. It's a Mason's house. It's if this house was in Texas, it'd never move. <laughs> it never would have moved. Opposed well, opposed to the uh, mansion that you have down in where Manalogan is that what it is? Bayhead. Bayhead, yeah, on the beach in Bayhead. <laughs> The uh, the zillion dollar the, the zillion dollar estate that you have down in Bayhead <laughs> and you're gonna you're gonna make fun of my house? Are you kidding me? In Nutley? Do you have the full water fountain? In the shape of the Virgin Mary on the front lawn. <laughs> oh, Mary, Mary and a half show? Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't have Mary and a half show. No? No, but okay. you, you do have to do the sign of a cross when you pass this house. You, uh, absolutely. Yeah, right? Genuflect. Yeah, like Kiss the ring. Yes. <laughs> oh, Jesus <laughs> Oh, God. Well, speaking of Texas, where Tom's house would never fit in, and your million-dollar beach estate would never fit in either. Um, you want to talk about this this Texas lawsuit? Sure, that's that seems to be what's hot on everybody's lips these days. Yeah, it's a hot case. Um, so a couple suing a Dallas body shop for a collision repair which failed to follow OEM procedures has dropped a related lawsuit against State Farm, but only temporarily. Now, Eddie, you're familiar with this case by oh, now, I'm God, sure. That's poor people. I, I, you know, I look, there is. I, I like to make light of every subject we bring up. There's nothing funny about this. This is the scariest thing to any body shop to have a car come back to us that we may have made a mistake. Uh, I am no forensic expert. Uh, I can't analyze damage from a overhead shot of the roof, the way it peeled back. I, I don't know. I don't know what happened. Did but the product fail? Did the body shop fail? Did, you know, there's, there's, everybody's going to get sued. Everybody's running too hard. Um, I think a scary thing about it, though, too, is that the body shop manager who's been on the stand being deposed about this, they're probably the norm. You, you read this stuff and you think, this is horrifying that they did this, but it probably happens all the time. Shops all the time are probably doing this. It might happen more than we think. It just that when the customer or the client or the, the driver was trapped in the car, it's it's got a bigger story yeah. than, sure, you know, of course. I mean, uh, look, we can be sued for anything and they're going to name everybody. I had a vehicle... 10 years ago, we put a quarter panel on it. Three years ago, the car was involved in the fatality. Three years later, rather. So we put a quarter panel on it and fixed a dent in the door. It was a white, small white two-door car. And the girl died in the car, God forbid. I mean, I have a daughter. It's just the most horrifying thing in the world, losing a child. And they sued everybody that touched the car. When I got the lawsuit, it mentioned... The oil change, the production oil change company, you know, you know, where everybody has a the quick oil change guy. Um, it mentioned a dealership that did uh, tires and windshield wipers. It mentioned me. You know, it, they're going to sue everybody. So I don't know if anybody, any one of us, are safe from this. 
I don't think so. We live in a litigious society also. And, and people got hurt. You know, they want compensation. I understand why the suit's in place. But to analyze that vehicle from here, I, I don't know what happened. I don't know. It's, it's, I know it's scary. How did you know, your case turn out? Oh, they, they got, my, my end of the case got thrown out. She was, they found out the speed was excessive. Right. She hit a guardrail first. Right. And then careened off the guardrail in a tree. She was killed at a, by a tree. Right. So how fast do you have to go for the guardrail not to slow you down? Right. And I put a, basically a cosmetic part on this car, but it didn't matter. I was still getting sued. Because so you're part of the process. Your hands were on it. I, I, I touched the car. So for all the guys... Don't cut back on insurance, okay? You know. Well, also, cut. another big part of it is following the OEM procedures. To, that's, do a, I mean, yes, yes, that's a big it, safeguard. Yeah. Nothing's going to be perfect. And, and, but. And, and how do we stand over our tech? Could your tech short the vehicle a weld? Yes, he could. Absolutely. And anybody listening to this that shakes their head no is a liar. Because we can't stand over the top of our technicians. We do the best we can. We're all in our shop. If you're a hands-on guy or you've got a great manager, he should be in that shop all day. But there's only so much you can see. But I think the problem turns into when, when not you, but when there's a shop out there that's like, I've been doing this for 45 years. I know better than this. For, yeah, well, that's... You know, that's, follow it the best you can, but... Yeah, that's Look, every industry is part of that. Is, yep. is, unfortunately, I always see the bad players seem to hang in there, don't they? The yeah. bad shops, for some reason, I don't. The real bad guy, the guy that's the scoundrel, the guy everybody talks about, they talk about him for thirty years. He stays in business. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing, like a cockroach. He just hangs in there. Talk about know? that the first episode too. Was that the cockroaches? Yeah. There's always gonna be bad shops. There's always a bad shop. But, but this is scary. This thing is this is scary. But two uh, two points. Number one, it, it obviously something like this with the publicity, and uh, how far it's actually going does kind of put a target on the industry don't you think i've only i haven't seen this in the regular media though i've only seen this in True. our publications it's in the, tra it's in yeah. the trade it hasn't yeah. really yeah. grown it doesn't have any legs right now right you know right. i mean it could again could one of the news people pick up on this it'll yeah. be a it'll be a, a 30 second blip it'll, it'll, it'll almost be a filler it'll be a filler so uh, you know but it's tragic and it's and it's frightening that all of our shops have this type of exposure but also That's the another other... reminder to follow the procedures. It's they're right there. They're I don't know if they're easy to find, but they're easier to find than they've been. Look, Honda has its own MIG wire. There's a lot of stuff getting thrown at us right now. Yeah, but they're sure. uh, you know it's again you have it to goes... keep this on a monthly basis, not on a yearly basis. But there, it goes back to what we said about the bad shops is that you know in New Jersey, for example, we have licensing, right? I think there's you know how many percent what percentage of shops are actually licensed compared to the total amount of shops in New Jersey? What is that? Like? Well, it has reduced the amount of shops. No, but I'm saying how many unlicensed shops are there out there? There's we a ton we'll of them. We'll never know. We'll never know. No, but I mean, yeah. you, you can go into somewhere like... Hey, you, who, who, now, now, chicken of the egg. Who's at fault here? Who's who's at fault? The state is at fault. No, the state can't. The state, the state, the state's... Everybody has a slice of this, Tom. Okay? The state has a slice. Unfortunately, our budgets are cut very tight in, in New Jersey, okay? Our property taxes are ridiculous, but our budgets are cut tight. So, the enforcement, they, they don't have the people for enforcement. Then why have, then okay. why have, then why wait, not, then why have it? Wait, hold on. Wait, you got a consumer that the first thing they do when they walk in everybody's shop is mention a deductible and you just got to throw them out, mm -hmm. okay? So, yeah. he's, at, he's at fault, partially at fault. Right. You have an insurance company, the, the the bad companies, and they know who they are right now. We all know who they are that don't want to pay for the proper procedure. They're at fault. Everybody's got, has a, and, and 
Sometimes the manufacturer is a little too slow in releasing information. So I'm not, I'm, believe me, I am not trying to wiggle off the hook here and saying the shop isn't a fault. I'm just telling you, there's a lot of factors. These stories tend to come and go every, every few months, and then all of a sudden, you know, it's a big deal in the trade press, and then it disappears. So, I mean, who knows, you know, it, will it have a domino effect to, you know, because there are, you know, it's a scary topic, and it seems to be pretty scary with regard to how, you know, us as the trade press and everybody else is treating it. Um, but, you know... Well, this is it's big. A big deal. This it's is big because of the fire. Uh, it's a big uh, deal, too, because it came out that the pre- repair procedures were not followed. And, you know, the guy yeah. buried himself. There's, if By the way, if you have not checked out in New Jersey Automotive, our September issue, our cover story, Larry Montanez takes apart the deposition of this body shop manager, and he, he basically goes almost line by line, and it's incredible. Larry's Fascinating. Let, yeah. He's written a lot of great stuff for us, but this might be his best. And none of this is going to change. Until somebody important gets killed. Yeah. Some big impo- politician's kid right, exactly, is yeah. in a car yeah. and some cheesy hood lops his head off, okay, comes through the windshield, okay, and severs his head, and that's when you're going to see legislation. Okay? Look, look at one mother did for drunk driving. Yeah. One mother. Good point. Yep. But she had the insurance company on her side. Yeah. And the public. And the public. That's the key. You don't win wars, my father would say, because World War II guy, you don't win wars without one thing, strong public opinion. I just want to say that leading up to each show, we try and prepare by going back and forth, the three of us. And in particular, Eddie has a tendency of texting me at all hours of the night. And last night was uh, particularly crazy, as Eddie was texting me quite often. You, You want to touch on that a little bit, Ed? I get up real early in the morning, you know that, right? I text you at 4 in the morning. Usually you're up then, and then you fall asleep yeah. at 5 or something. Mm-hmm. So I'm watching t- TV this morning, and I went past channel 26, 27, and there's a commercial for, for lack of a better term, bedroom products, okay? Okay. And like equipment? Very, yes. Okay. Yes, equipment, okay. right. And it's a very attractive 38, 40-year-old, you know, and they're going through. You sure you didn't like, hit Showtime by accident? My right hand to God. This is a regular channel now. I okay, see, okay. Okay. And I'm, I'm, I'm like waiting for the punchline. I think it's like a joke. Mm-hmm. Until they start showing the actual stuff. Then they have a doctor. Dr. Katz comes on. Okay. And explaining what you do. And then she turns around and holds this thing up and says, And it's dishwasher safe. <laughs> and, and I... <laughs> So, you know, like, I'm saying, like... I don't even put the dog like, balls like, in the dishwasher. You know, like, Thanksgiving, you got the turkey platter, and then you got this thing getting thrown. <laughs> the baster. It's dishwasher safe. I, um, for a second, I went, is this a... Is Alan Funt coming out, okay? It's a <laughs> dishwasher safe. Because that'd be the first thing I'd think of is, let me throw this in a dishwasher. Well, I, well that, you know, when you're looking at the boxes, you got to make sure, well, okay... Does it, how many, you know, how how many batteries does it take? Uh, is it, uh, what's the shape of it? And is it dishwasher safe? Is it safe? dishwasher yes, safe? Yes, be a, That would be the breaking point for me. I, 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 would, I, I think my, so. That would be a deal breaker That's for the me. deal breaker? Yes, yeah. d- dishwasher safe. Yeah, okay. I mean, because God forbid I hand wash it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, was, I was blown away. Domino's and Ford are soon going to be testing self-driving pizza delivery cars. So Ford and Domino's are teaming up to test and self 
tests self-driving pizza delivery cars in Michigan as part of an effort to better understand how customers respond to and interact with autonomous vehicles. So it's an autonomy experiment. Perfect. Yeah? Per yeah, no, and it's a great idea because, let's face it, the guy delivering pizza, <laughs> he's smoking pot. Okay. He's getting high. So let's so mo most likely the guy's stoned to begin with. He should have somebody driving around. <laughs> okay. Okay. Domino's, by the way, I live in New Jersey. Domino's is not pizza. For the rest of the world, if, you, if you're getting this podcast in Cincinnati, I feel sorry for you, okay? Because you really think that's food. Okay. That's <laughs> or not Italian food. food no that's not Italian food. It's, it, I, I'm not going to Can we get sued? I mean, I have. Well, no, not for that. Okay. No, it's not food. Well, but we just said we can get sued for anything. Food. That's the, <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> okay. That's not food. But anyhow, look, this is coming, guys. We discussed this the first podcast. This yeah. is coming. Now, again, who's driving the car? Who insures the car when the car gets in an accident? This can, this may let us off the hook on some a lot of liability issues in our shop. But my, the key question, though, is do you tip the driver or the car? What's it? <laughs> That's really what's the driver doing? He's not, he's not really even the driver. There isn't a cooler pizza yeah. delivery guy than Charlie Sheen's pizza <laughs> delivery guy in two and a half, man, okay? In terms of Domino's, uh, I mean, that's like you said, it's perfect Domino's testing autonomous cars. Exactly. Because it's Domino's a, is not pizza. And a Domino's pizza is really autonomous pizza, isn't it? Yeah. That, <laughs> <laughs> Honestly? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that's really what God it is. Almighty. It's autonomous pizza. So. Did, you, did anybody ever try Domino's? Oh, I yeah. have. I All have. You know what? It's it, you know what? It's it's like uh, you know what? When we were kids, what what did we do when we couldn't get pizza? When the you know back then hardly anybody delivered, right? You yeah. had to go pick it up. Mm -hmm. So yeah. what would we do? We'd buy uh, Mama Celeste or Celeste, whatever it was. Yeah, Celestina. Yeah. Uh, Celestina, absolutely. Well, actually, that, really wasn't that bad. Was, no, but I'm saying that's yeah. really what Domino's and Papa John's yeah. and all those are. It's Metagon. It's, 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 it's so Metagon. You taught me that word. American, yeah. As an Italian, you taught me Metagon. Which in American, explain it for the Midwesterners. It means yeah, means American. It means American. Americano. You know? Yeah, so it's 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 like frozen pizza, yeah, you know, from a pizzeria. Yeah. That's yeah. really and what it, it and is. And it's really successful place. It is. It is. It's a bazillion, and he's a very charitable guy. He's, and he's, Papa John, both you know, Papa both John again, too. They're, and, great, they're good Americans. Yeah. They're great. These are great American stories. Yeah. I just don't like your food. You know, it's it's, it's right. But to you know, other parts of the country, it's a delicacy. It's I, I mean, gotta tell every, you, so I train I train with a guy. I'm sorry. I train with the guy, and, the, and I want. He goes, okay, we're gonna jump here. We're going here. I cross train, and the TV is on. He goes, he goes, oh, Domino's, all right. And great kid, great kid, yeah. Lamont, great kid. And I go, that's not pizza. He goes, no, that's pizza. I said, no, 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 Lamont, that's not pizza, buddy. And so he goes, he goes, we're well, Italian. That's different. And I went, no, no, it's still not pizza. <laughs> because I know decent food doesn't mean that is any friggin' good. Okay, yeah. uh, he's he's a great guy, but he has is he has no food. Because yeah. he, now he's getting a whole nutrition thing going on with me. He goes, you know, I know you're Italian on the weekends. He's going like this. I go, I go no, no. Why? Because I'm Italian. He goes, no, you guys always eat good food. I said, are you profiling me? <laughs> <laughs> I go, is this racist right now? And he starts laughing. <laughs> you're a food profiler. Yeah, you're that's it. Profiling yeah. me, you know. <laughs> My apologies. No, no, it's fine. Um, just every time around Northeast time, you get a lot of people coming in from all over the country. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you just talk with people, whatever. Like, yeah. what are you guys planning to do tonight? Well, you know, this one's here from Oregon, and I'm from, you know, Ohio. We think we're going to go get Italian food. There's an olive garden right at the street. Like, there's yeah. There's an olive garden right at the street. And like, there is right in that complex. There is, yes. but that's not Italian food. That's, no, that's not Italian food. It's the sorry, worst. Olive Garden. They're trying. The breadsticks they're, are good. They're trying. They're trying. They're trying. And yeah. so is Domino's. Yeah. And maybe it'll be successful. 
and seven. it is and successful. It's, yeah, it's very no, successful. No, I mean the the, auton- the story that we're talking about, the autonomy. Yeah. Story. Well, as for autonomy would go with this particular situation, they're still having a driver. If you read the article, they're still yeah, going to be. Yeah, it's going to be driven by a Ford safety engineer. Yeah, and I mean, but but you got a you with got other a, researchers oh, on board. An engineer's degree. <laughs> You're going to have a you got a guy with an engineering degree in a pizza car. Yeah. <laughs> okay, he's delivering. <laughs> you got a guy. Must be so proud. Say, he, he he graduated MIT top this <laughs> class and he's in a freaking pizza car. Scary I think the they're public. gonna. I heard they're gonna bring back Pinto specifically for that. <laughs> <laughs> to cook the pizza. Yes. After it blows up. <laughs> the oven will be the car. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> the oven will be the car. The only oven that seats four. Yeah. Oh my god. Next. Going back to our first story. Next. Yeah, really. Jesus. Yeah, whatever. Four. <laughs> nothing. Right. Yeah, nothing. Right. No. Here's Next. a little money. Yeah. Okay. You want to talk about the labor rate a little bit? Every year we do an annual. Industry survey, New Jersey Automotive. This year, it's going to be in our October issue. Eddie, I'm sure you filled yours out. Of course I did. Of course you did. When asked what you think is the most pressing issue affecting repair shops today, 41% of those who were surveyed agreed that the stagnant labor rate and the inability to be paid properly was the largest issue. Would you agree? Yeah, I don't think that the, the 41% of those people filling that out realize that the car has taken them out of it. The car, the, the, the vehicle itself, the construction of the vehicle has removed us from the labor. The right. labor rate wasn't, it, it, it's always, as far as anybody shop owners can yep. tell you, the labor rate's low. Well, common sense well, tells you the labor rate's low. Right, low. Right, like, right, like, right. For, based well, upon sure. the bicycle shop. Well, I had, like, yeah, I mean, right, like, exactly. a, you know, I had a plumber here last week. Uh, you know, obviously, yeah. he's not making noise right now, but uh, he, he was like, $150 an hour. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. he's fixing my faucet. Okay, now I bring my car to a body shop, which my car is my second biggest investment other than my house, and it's my most important investment because it's all about safety for myself and my family. Right. And that body shop is getting fifty dollars an hour, a third of what my plumber is getting. That's that's just totally absurd. And the fact that there's never been a public outcry about that. I mean, I, again, let's let's public face it. Outcry. It's, it's it's a reverse. It's it's if you keep this low, my rates stay low. Right. That's well, that's, that's but, but that's how they that's manipulate. The, that's how the insurance companies the manipulate the public. Yeah, but the fact is, is that you know, now, putting all our cards on the table, we're pro body shop. Obviously, that's our industry. But from a common sense point of view, when you do that comparison, whether it's a, a plumber or uh, somebody who fixes a computer or a bike or whatever, and you just look at it from a common sense, you're like, wait a minute. That, well, that, that's, now let me give you the let me be ahead. the devil's advocate on this. And believe me, everybody would like eighty dollars an hour. Okay. Of course. But everything in my shop at eighty dollars an hour, forty percent of it with total right now. Right. Okay. Right. The, mm-hmm. Instead, unless the, I have, that's I the have system. a Mercedes S five fifty, that wouldn't total. Okay. But the, you'd have also produce forty five percent total loss. Right. All right. you do, you you'd be no work in your shop. Right, because the system's fixed against you. Yeah. Uh, there'd be no work. Right. You can't because the car's going to total. You know, you, let's face it, uh, Hyundai products and Kia. They're great cars. It's a good, like I said, it's not a bad car on the road. I said it last time, yeah. but 
they're they're twenty one thousand dollars new. A year later, they're four. A year later, they're fourteen thousand dollars. Right. Three airbags and the nose of the car. It's done. Right. And do that at seventy an hour. That car's finished without the airbags going off. Yep. So there's a, it's a double edged sword too. Yes, it is. We 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 want to work on cars. I think it's more about the construction. I don't think we the labor rate was is tough. We know that. Okay. Our labor rate it's it's tough. We know that. I'm trying not to, to cause trouble. I'm direct repair for a bunch of companies. I I'm not I'm admitting this. Okay. <laughs> but when everything just bolts on and those numbers are in the book where would you put though is in terms of the problems facing your industry where do you rank the labor rate is it near the top is there middle more important than that? no i mean obviously i think there are i'd, I'd that, have to i'd have to put on par of vehicle complexity and the lack of mm -hmm. labor left in the car I really would. I have to put. I have to. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's it's an issue. Right. We're always. There's no shops going to tell you he's getting paid enough. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. It's we, always we an issue. That, right? Yeah. And again, add twenty five bucks. If a shop is listening right now and he's got a car at sixty five, seventy percent that he's fixing, add twenty five dollars an hour to that. Really, just do a mock estimate. Add twenty five bucks. I bet you wouldn't be fixing that car. I bet you that car would be a total. Just, just. I'm just giving you the the no, other no. side. But how would you say, I mean, 10 years ago, would the labor rate be more of a concern to you then or now? Probably less. Less. Yeah, probably less important at, okay. at the time. And please don't call me on this. I'm telling you. <laughs> no, no, I'm not going to piss somebody off right now. When you, when the adjuster walks in the shop and you have your 40-foot boat on a trailer in the back, okay? The shop, we work hard, guys, and we're entitled to make that kind of work. We yes. work our ass off, okay? Yeah. We do. But... Don't flaunt your race car on the on the on the wall or your tickets two rows behind Yankee Stadium but behind the plate. Don't, don't do that. Okay? You can't cry to these people and then tell them you're not making any money and you've got a home here and a home there yeah. and the and the, 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 the big time quads and all the kids are no 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 no. We've all we've all earned a good living here. Right. All, anybody so listening to this earned a good living. We work really hard for it though. Back when I was writing, back in the Stone Age. I would call guys for stories and stuff like this. Be like, you know, what's going on in the shop? When we do the shop profiles, they're right. like, oh, my God, the labor rate. I'm making nothing. I'm making nothing. I'm scraping two pennies together. And I'll say, okay, you know, whatever. I'll get you the proof to check out. Give me your approval. Well, don't get it me tomorrow. I'm going to the beach house. And I'll be <laughs> back on Monday. We're doing something with the boat. So I'm like, okay. I'm this sorry. is no. This is a real conversation, right? Yeah. It's, yeah. It happens. So, right. so, you know, don't be wrong. We work hard for it. But we're not eating Cheerios and eating hot dogs, for them, okay, and drinking powdered milk. It's and not Domino's it's, pizza. Okay, and Domino's stinking pizza. I, I know this is a controversial topic. I get it. Yes. Yeah. But there's other angles to this. There's other sides to this. And we have to look at the insurer side, the manufacturer side. There's four or five different angles that nobody. The first, you know what? Let's face it. You want to fill a room with guy with body men? Start something controversial. Right. That's how you fill a room. Right. Instead of sitting down and saying. This is what you're entitled to. Not talking about labor rate, procedural stuff right. that you're yep. completely missing in your job right now. If you're eating your shorts, okay, that's what we call it, right? If you're yep. eating your shorts, then maybe you got to look at other things besides the the big guy holding you down. Exactly. Yeah, maybe yep. maybe so too. Yep. Do we think the labor rate's repressive sometimes? Yeah, it is. It's hard to work at this labor rate. We do it. We all do it together. But how come some shops are really doing well and some shops aren't? Right. How come? Yep. I always notice it wasn't the hardest working guy that made money. It was the smartest guy that made money. Yep. But if you're not efficient, that, somebody can tell you that. There's a guy for that, you know? So, you got a guy.
Of course, you I got, got a guy. guy. I got a guy. I got a guy. I got a guy. I got a guy. But uh, and I'm not looking to insult any shop owner, and I admire every one of you. I swear to God, I do. I think that's about it for uh, for this week's podcast. Thank you again for having me. On that note, uh, we would like to give special thanks to Collision Week, Repair Driven News, Collision Hub, Repair University, of course, Thomas Greco Publishing, and everybody out there who has helped us with this content, and your feedback has been great. So keep it coming. Tell all your friends. Tell all your enemies. Tell everybody. Keep, all com- keep your friends close. All complaints go to Eddie. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I guess we'll, we'll talk, talk to you in a couple time. weeks, right? Yeah. If not sooner. See you soon. Thanks for having me, Tom. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.